Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and on the show, I've got actor and life coach Sean Christian. How you doing? I'm doing really, really well. Thank you for having me. I know. I feel like, brother, you've been on the show before. So I said on the show, usually I'll say debut or I'll say returning, but I'm not so sure. But we're going to pretend if it's the first time or the second time, I'm going to say welcome back. But if it is your first time, welcome to CJRU 1280 AM. Thank you so much. Always an honor and a privilege to be invited to speak, I have to say. So thank you. All right. So did you want to tell listeners a little bit about the journey of how you got into acting? And then we'll talk about your life coaching on a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm uh, originally from a small town in Michigan outside of Grand Rapids. So, you know, I'm from one of those places where we all hear, you know, when you have big dreams, like that's great. But when one day you're gonna have to grow up and get a real job. And for me, from being from Michigan, it's literally one of the big three that like, you're gonna work for, you know, one of the big auto manufacturers. And I'm like, okay, okay, but it's not really what I love to do. But I certainly understand where I came from and grateful for the people who who aspire to do those things. I have to tell you, I, I got wonderful, great friends who are still in the industries. So, but for me, it's always been a creative journey. I was writing plays and acting in plays when I was a little kid. And then of course, you know, everyone's like, you got to grow up and get a real job. And I was like, you know what, in college, but a three months before I was about to graduate, because I'd done commercials and summer jobs and things like that, where I was really loving the creative aspect of my life, uh, which I always have. I just didn't know I could make money. And I said, you know what, mom, dad, I'm going to go to Chicago to pursue this dream I have of back. I'm going to get my degree. I got a degree in marketing. And I literally left the next day to Chicago, um, got an agent, met with a bunch of them. You know, a lot of them said no. And I found one that said yes. She got in my camp and built a career in Chicago where I got knocked around for a little bit, made a lot of mistakes, studied at different with different coaches, different approaches, Stanislavski, Meisner. And of course, improv for me was the ultimate one that set me free in a way that I could lend my own unique voice to my craft, to my life, to my gift. And so uh, after sc- failing screen tests that flew me to New York and LA, not getting them over the four years, I finally booked a show no longer on the air called As the World Turns, which was pretty incredible experience for me. Took me to New York City, a great way to learn technical stuff, thinking on your feet and starting to create and stay out of someone's light at a really accelerated pace. Um, just by comparison, for, for those of you who don't know the industry, in film and television, you'll typically film maybe four to six pages a day. Television, maybe 10 to 12 pages a day. In daytime soap operas, you will film anywhere from 80 to 120 pages a day. Oh my gosh. What if you have ADHD? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would suggest, no, this is not my coaching voice. Use it. Use it. <laughs> I, um, I, I tend to take in a lot of information really, really quickly. So I don't curse myself with the ADHD label, but I really view it from the perspective of like, wow, I'm able to take in a lot of information really quickly. Let me slow it down and really focus on one thing at a time. Knowing that again, my mind will go back to a million things like the ADHD because people, I've, you know, my buddies are like, dude, you don't have all your jacks in one pile, man. You're just doing way too much. You got your, your thoughts are scattered, which is true. But I've learned, of course, through time and experience and failure that I can take those beautiful range and spectrum of thoughts and go, 
okay, wait, let me just focus on one thing again. And my brain will try to take me to something else. I go, okay, I hear you. I'm going to get to you next. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a practice. Don't get me wrong. I, I work with clients who struggle with that. But anyway, so um, had a blessed time there. And then I said, I love this experience. I, I want to experience film and television. Took this amazing journey to Los Angeles. And where I've been blessed to be on over, I don't know, someone told me 75 films and TV shows and over my career. So it's been an unbelievable journey of working with some talented, quality people that I both admire and learn from. Um, notable people like Jennifer Aniston, Chris Pine, um, Oscar winners like Sally Field, Octavia Spencer, and just the list goes on of people that I've been able to learn from in this whole process. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them don't even have to be huge, notable names, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Now, we yeah. went from, I didn't know you were on As the World Turns. That ended 13 years ago. Yeah. And then we were on Days of Our Lives. Do you want to set the record straight to listeners listening? Because maybe there's been a rumor that you might come back. You know, I hear those rumors quite often. I don't know where they come from. Uh, none of them have seemed to manifest in my life at the moment. But um, I'm very open to any opportunity that presents itself in my life. Like, I'm kind of like a day-to-day -day person. That's kind of the, the creative bug in me, um, even though I live my life strategically, certainly with the coaching business and other projects I do. But um, I am always open to that opportunity. It's quite a, quite a home for me. I had never stayed on a show longer than I was on um, Days of Our Lives. I've never been on a show for longer than uh, three and a half, four years, I think, which, which was As the World Turns. And then I stayed on Days for eight years because uh, I was going through a lot of struggles in my life at that time, probably in the, right before I was let go, um, that uh, was really, really difficult for me, including being let go was probably um, part of this trifecta that I got hit with that um, sort of just knocked me on my butt for a while. Um, where I had, you know, I, I had lost my father and, um, and who was my rock, my everything. And he taught me about, you know, being tenacious, persevere, fortitude, loyalty, trust, faith, family. You know, you just, he was that guy, you know, you just fight through everything. He was a fighter. Um, and when I lost him, I could sense that I started losing that inner fight. And, uh, and then I was going through a divorce at the time where I felt like I destroyed a family. I felt like the shame and the guilt of not being able to keep a family together. And now I don't have my dad to go to who was my rock. And he was the one that says, you do whatever it takes to take care of your family, whatever it takes. And I did not have the the skill set to do it. I, I just, I didn't. It was uh, pretty unfortunate. And then, and then I got let go from the show where I reached a point where I've had to liquidate everything I owned over time to take care of both my responsibilities as someone who's been divorced, who is a child in school and trying to rebuild a new life. And I couldn't... Uh, I couldn't even take care of my families at the time. So uh, it was it was uh, it was tough. So I've, I've been able to build my life back step by step. Mm -hmm. How should actors deal with that? Let's say the world is coming down on them. They're let go from a show. They're not mm -hmm. getting roles. They're struggling with depression and they're struggling with it now at times, too, with the writer's strike and not much work is coming up. What do you want to tell those actors? Such a great question, Donovan. It's so great. Whether you're an actor or performer or certainly in the creative space, um, it is something that is an ongoing cycle with whether it be the writer strike, the actor strike that perhaps is looming, even a, a director strike that could be, be looming, right? And what ends up happening, we get into this, it, what really goes, and I love you word, use the word depression, because what starts as disappointment, deep disappointment, turns into despondency turns into discouragement. And if you just keep living in that same thought cycle, it will take you down to depression. 
And unfortunately, it could go further. For some people, it's a really difficult struggle. And I don't ever want to discount that. So our mental health is huge. But it is the biggest thing I encourage every actor, even when you're working, to take care of your mental health. Be conscious of the thoughts and certainly the thought patterns that you have. So you're aware to go, oh, I see where I'm going. And this is where I did not have the skill set to go, um, oh, by the way, I am really discouraged, despondent. Am I slipping into depression? Have I lost my sense of self-worth? And that's the key right there for any artist, creative person, or anybody who's attached to their career or their job in a way that it identifies their sense of self-worth. You have to flip the script and you have to go, I don't need this industry to define my sense of self-worth. My sense of worth, self-worth is independent of what other people say, think, and feel about me. Now, that's something I'd learned through the years of rejection. And if you're in the creative business, you have to understand, you're going to be rejected more than you are accepted. That's a fact as an actor. Just please understand that. So, and know that you, your mental well-being, your mental health, your joy, your fulfillment, your happiness can be built independent of what the industry says. I did not know that. I attached my sense of self-worth, my sense of self-belief to an industry on people, whether they said yes or no, right? And people will say yes, right? But that does also doesn't mean that that defines your sense of self-worth and your identity. You get to create it every day. And the most powerful thing you have, everyone has this amazing superpower. It is your ability to choose and create how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. make things happening play it back yeah mm-hmm. play that back mm-hmm. make things happen right absolutely but you hear it all the time like all right I'm, what are you doing man i'm making things happen i'm like great what are you literally doing right i've heard that i've been in the hustle right but i had to go what are you doing audit your life go okay this, i am literally waking up at five now of course for i mean now i get in a new routine right where i meditate right I get my own personal time read book get a podcast get you know informative shows or whatever some form of knowledge self-knowledge self-awareness and then i start my day but i have it mapped out so i know exactly what i need to do so i don't get myself from discouragement to all the way to depression and we can get out of that like you said we can what about through the life coaching what about through your aloha life coaching can i get out of my depression Can I get out of the depression being in your aloha life coaching? Let's say I'm a younger Donovan. 100%. You don't even have to be younger. I got clients in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, um, and male, female, straight, gay, trans, you name it. I I have a beautiful, beautiful um, people in my life who I'm able to encourage and help um, through the struggles and the challenges that they have. And then they're around the world. And that is one of the things that I've been able to discover certainly as a life coach. And we do do, of course, I have coaching. I have now online courses where people are like, look, I just need to go at my own pace at my own time. So if anyone is interested, I have developed a program um, you know, six modules, three little lessons in each, you know, they're only like 10, nothing's more than 13 minutes long that will help you unleash your unique potential to create a life of authentic passion and meaningful purpose. So yes, to answer your question, Donovan, that I can absolutely help anyone. And, it, and just statistically research shows when we have an accountability partner, we are 80% more likely to succeed wow. with an accountability partner. Right now, look, I'm, of course, offering, I always offer my services, my guidance, my help, whether I do retreats or coaching or courses, um, private one-on-ones or groups or whatever. But listen, there are people, find someone in your life who will hold you accountable, but you got to get clear on those visions, the goals, and the gifts that you have. Uh, Not easy. 
It's a process that I've been through, as I shared, gave you the broad strokes of how, how deep I, I got. I've learned now, step by step, to slowly create it and not beat myself up mm-hmm. with the self-shaming and the guilt about what I didn't do. I'm always growing growing and going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you want to tell that younger Donovan or anyone older that hasn't found their purpose yet? They don't even know why they're doing what they're doing. That's such another great question. And this is what I would do. I would reflect that back when I sit with people. I'm like, why do you do what you do? And you are most equipped to be like, yeah, I don't know what I want to do yet, which is fine, which is great. But everybody gets there, right? We've all been there, like, why am I doing this? Why am I? I'll ask myself those questions tomorrow. When we ask ourselves these great questions, but hold ourselves accountable to the answer. Here's what ends up happening. This is what I used to be doing. I'd be like, why is this happening? Why am I doing this? Why? And I, you hear myself yelling at myself about why, 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 right? And I was like, whoa, slow down. And just the, in the tone that you asked, Donovan, why? Why am I doing this? What brings meaning to my life? Well, you're doing it right now. Everybody's doing it right now. They do something that gives them some meaning. Are you seeking validation? Are you seeking approval? Are you seeking seeking success? And what does that mean? Does that come through somebody else or does that come from within? I would argue it comes from within, right? But that is the question. The, you bring your purpose. It isn't some magical, mystical like thing you're going to find on a mountaintop. Often we find things in the valleys, to be honest with you, when we're at our lowest. So this is that beautiful time to start asking yourself those really interesting questions. But you can ask yourself right now, why am I doing what I'm doing? And what is what am I getting by doing what I'm doing? And you go, oh, I get every time I do this, I feel fearful or I feel anxious or I feel stressed. Oh, don't judge. Don't judge that moment. Just start just so you have understanding. You go, I now know why I do that. Wow. I'm seeking validation from my in my relationship or from my boss or from an industry. Right. And now you start to shift that and go, okay, what do I want? What brings me meaning? What am I good at? And if you're if one of the great places to start, and I'll and I tell people this all the time, is that you are most equipped to help people with the struggles that you've been through. Amen. You think about right. You're you really are most equipped because you start to go, what are my gifts? What do I love? What am I good at? What does the world need? Meaning you have to use these gifts in the service of others because when we have gratitude and we give and we learn and we grow and we start feeling better, we have a purpose, we have pursuit, we have a passion, our lives grow exponentially. Now we have meaning. Our life has meaning when we put these things into play every day. And it doesn't have to be one big broad like, this is my divine soul purpose. Great. Now, what are the small steps and the purposes and the why and the what and the how that's going to get you there? That's mm-hmm. where people get tripped up. Mm-hmm. It's doing the work, you know. Mm-hmm. And Aloha Life Coaching can help with that, right? 100%. AlohaLifeCoaching.com. Reach out. Uh, I do free discovery calls, by the way. So if someone's struggling, like, look, I just don't, I don't know if this coaching's for me, or maybe I'm not the coach for you, but at least you're having that conversation and you're taking one, I encourage people, what's the one action? What's the one step you can take right now? If, you get, if you're done listening to this, what is the one thing you're going to do to go in the direction that you want to go in your life? What is it? And then reach out. That's, that's having a conversation, being honest. And the people I do talk to in discovery calls or certainly coach is their willingness to be vulnerable and go, look, this is where I'm stuck. This is what I'm hanging on to. The past, the pain, the fear of the future. You you know, we can uncur- uncover all those things, but we would go through a, a very simple strategy. Certainly in the coaching, we deep dive, but at least identifying, like meeting you where you're at. I tell people that all the time. I'm not a therapist. I'm not going to deep dive into the trauma. I will understand it, of course, if it's an obstacle in your way, because we need to, I need to understand what's in your way and you need to more importantly understand. And certainly as a coach, it is this self-guided like i'm simply 
a guide on your journey. You're creating it, not me. And that's the beautiful part, I think, of what I'm being able to do as a coach is take the thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs that people have within themselves and to use them so they can cultivate and create the life of passion and purpose and the life they imagine. That's mm-hmm. it. I do do that. Mm-hmm. And what's your message to other life coaches? Maybe they're getting burned out. Maybe they have a lot on their plate and maybe they don't know if they can be a life coach anymore. That's a great question. I actually um, have a client who is a therapist and he's experiencing burnout with all the clients that he is encountering. Um, so I work with him because burnout is real. I can become a workaholic like that. I really, and contrary to what my Instagram does, when sees me in the mountains and traveling and hiking, right? But I've earned those because I'm working my butt off. But I, I know I have to also give myself some of those pleasures in life. If I don't mix my play with performance, I, 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 I'm going to burn out. So really, it is auditing for those people who are in the self-care industry and whether you're in you know, nurses and, and those people who are on the front lines. Um, I think I'll be talking to some firefighters in October. Um, but those people who serve, whose life purpose, if you will, it is to create impact on the lives of others, whether it's safety, security, medical, coaching, therapy. You also now need to find time, intentionally find that time to be in love and care for yourself. Self-love and self-care get thrown around pretty easily. Like, oh, I'm doing self-love, self-care, right? But what are you really, really doing? And simply, I, I, I talk about these nature baths and forest bathing. It's just, certainly in Canada, it's gorgeous, right? I mean, just, I'd say, I even tell people like who are in the inner cities, just go find a blade of grass, go to a park, go to your front lawn, just be with nature and slope everything down. It actually does. It decreases your blood pressure, helps you find focus mentally. You actually create more hormones that help you sleep better. So there are some definite benefits that I could go through. I'm not going to give you the biolog- the biochemistry now, but those are just some of the things that you are physically doing for yourself. Because if you're just giving, 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 going, 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 doing, 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 that's that was me, by the way, right? I didn't, I just never took time to reflect and go back. But it's so necessary because what I discovered and it costs me dearly, um, is that I was only giving 60% to the people I love and the people I care about because I only had that's that was all that was left in the tank, if less, if that. Because I never really took the time to rejuvenate, revitalize, reinvigorate my own mind, my own body, my own spirit. I'm just whipped through it. Mind, body, spirit, but you hear it all the time. But what are you doing for your mind? Are you listening to the news all day or actually investing in something in your growth? You know, what are you doing for your body physically? What are you doing? And of course, spiritually, right? And I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about like that connection to that deeper self, that higher, something greater than yourself kind of feeling. So um, it, it, I, I find that so significant, such a great question in an era. I think people live in two spaces, a broad stroke, of course, of just high performance, hustle, hustle, hustle. You got to do this kind of culture, every this, especially the next generation, right? Or this really passive, all right, well, I'll just see how things go. I'll just see how life you know, unfolds. I'll see what's going to happen. The world will catch me. And it's so easy because we have so much technology. Now, it does have its benefits, but we get everything right away. We're accustomed to this, this um, uh, instant gratification. I'm used to it, right? I mean, I, I think, right? We are. We just look. I think, you know, the great generation and the World War II vets and these people, 
I don't know what that, I haven't gone through that. So yeah, have I made life easier for myself? And there's a lot of things I need to still keep myself in check in. Absolutely. But I would, especially with AI coming, I'm telling you, it's going to become easier and easier to remove ourselves from our own humanity. Look at, look what we do daily with our iPhones. I can order Grubhub. I can order Amazon. I mean, I'm not bagging these companies. It's great. It's, uh, it saves us time in our lives. But then what are you doing with that time? that you say you're back on more technology you're flipping through social media you're gaming all day you know what i mean <laughs> or you're on the internet right so if you know the blessed things like that can give us more time and yes instant gratification but then what are you going to do with that extra time you have are you investing it in your well-being your fulfillment your joy your abundance your passions your purpose i can go on and on but it, it is one of the things i do have to keep myself in check constantly i'm pretty good about putting my phone down i don't really touch it before eight o'clock mm -hmm. that's sort of my mo yes stay off instagram too don't be on it all day don't <laughs> no. have enough to get off of it now <laughs> i know i was so encouraged um i was a week ago i was like you're you're so you're what is it phone time screen time i guess it was down 55 percent from last week i'm like yes <laughs> yes, I'm engaged with the people and the experiences in my life, not scrolling on my phone. Of course, I use my Instagram and Aloha Life Instagram, of course, and Sean Christian Instagram for promotions and, and really to try to engage people to kind of just create their lives. That's really it. Isn't about, oh, uh, look at me. I'm on this kayak in the middle of this beautiful location. It's inspiring you, others, to go do it. Get out there and do those things. That's that's really what I find social media for, for me. <laughs> uh, that, and of course, our business, of course. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know we do retreats, coaching, and I've got courses, of course, mm -hmm. online. Anything you want to tell the fans, the listeners about future projects? I know we talked about a Hallmark, um, getting some projects to Hallmark off in interview we talked about that did you just want to encourage our listeners that want to see more of the acting side of you yes i know everyone's like are you still acting you seem to be coaching more than acting right but as i said you know as uh, actors you spend more less time on screen than you know you spend more time off so the natural extension of what i've done as an actor for 30 plus years is creating experiences that make people feel alive well, now as a coach, as an actor, I'm doing that still, but I'm empowering you to create experiences that make you feel alive. So yes, the things to look out for um, are the non-scripted Hallmark sh shows that I am pitching and hopefully will be doing. Uh, I am now in negotiations with... Uh, outside Lake Tahoe TV, television here. So I'll be doing pieces up and around uh, Lake Tahoe, well, Northern California. So I'm excited about that to share those experiences. Uh, I'm also cultivating another show. I think people have heard about, it. I do a podcast called Alive with Sean Christian. Um, I am now working on the show where I'll be featuring people who have created passion and purpose in their lives. So other people, everyday people can start to learn and transform their lives into passionate and purposeful lives. That's it. So I want to introduce people our audiences to those people who are already doing it so they can see that in themselves. So yes, the, always the television and, and acting and hosting is always there. I'm really excited about the Hallmark project um, that we're pitching um, with my stepdaughter, Taylor Cole, who's of course a Hallmark darling. And um, I will definitely keep you posted on that. If, 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 and when that starts going, we'll be doing this interview again, Donovan, for sure. All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms in case our listeners want to reach out to you for coaching or you might have other actors and actresses that have questions? Absolutely. Yeah. I've also done speaking events for actors and acting schools at different places. They've invited me in to speak to actors. So just, just so people who are out there in the creative space 
Hugo, could you come to our school? I, I'm I'm going to a youth camp uh, to speak to some kids uh, in June. So it's just about youth empowerment kind of thing. So I do a youth empowerment program as well. Um, but you can reach me, uh, of course, on my social media. It is Sean Christian, the blue check. Got a lot of imposters out there, so be aware. It's S-H-A-W-N, Christian, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Um, and any of the coaching is at Aloha Life coaching.com and you can see everything we do there from private retreats we've i've also done you know retreats in other people's locations like aspen or wherever they want them um and doing one next one is in idaho um and then also the coaching the one-on-one you can find out and, and book that there also um online courses which i've um filmed so you can see those as well and also get those and i have monthly coaching as well by the way so if you're like oh i don't know if i need every week or i don't know if i need this whole vip experience where i am accessible quite a bit for those who are really interested in deep diving um but i do monthly coaching and with that you can get the courses for just 99 bucks so um i do offer that for people i'm always trying to find ways to continue to cult- help people cultivate their own unique gifts so please please reach out um i also of course uh, my partner and fiance is ari zucker who's also in days of our lives she plays nicole so between the two of us running that business we are busting our butt we are blessed to have been growing for three years and to be able to serve people around the world has been unbelievably rewarding um i've been able to do it as an actor and still do because i know these shows still run around the world. Um, but to also now be able to do this as a coach and and help people all across North America and the world. Um, mm. Huge blessing. All right. Any final things you'd like to tell CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto in closing? Yeah. In closing, I want to say thank you, first of all, for showing up for a your show and showing up for yourself. I appreciate mm. you listening. I don't take these moments for granted. I know there's a hundred million things we could all be doing, but the fact that you had taken the time to listen to our interview today, and I hope it sparked some inspiration, some motivation, some education for you to start creating a life that makes you feel alive. Okay. Oh, I like that message. Thank you so much for coming on the show, whether you came back again or it's your first <laughs> time, you're definitely a friend now to the show. I appreciate that. I look forward to talking to you all again. I appreciate it. All right. For CJRU 1280 AM, I'd love to thank life coach and actor. You can throw out your name again. Sean a Christian. Thank, thank you. you so much. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode. Thank you again, Sean. Uh, aloha. Mahalo. <laughs>